Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Okay, I wasn't... (laughs) Welcome back everybody to another episode of... Doug. And Renee, Married Life. So you threw me off on that one. <laughs> Wait till y'all, we, we start doing stuff like this where you can see what we do behind the scenes. Well, you threw me off. You were, I did. Cause, I was all Because he's, he's always leaning forward towards his mic like after the audience claps. He's like ready. And I'm like, no, nah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go in there first. I'm in the starting block. I'm like this. You, they can't see what this is. I'm like this, though. I'm in the starting blocks. Yeah, he's like stuck in a position. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Stuck. You got to say it like that. Yeah, stuck, because that's our topic. So I figured that would be a good way to segue into what we're going to talk about today. We are still talking about being stuck or being in a state of stuckness or, or your perception of being stuck. Yes. Or your perspective on being stuck. Yeah, because sometimes our perception is one-sided. We can't see both sides of the coin. It's like you do heads or tails and you flip it, and it it lands on the ground, and all you see is one side, but you don't see that other side. That side that says stuck, can't go. Yeah. It's like Monopoly. See, you know what? That just came to me. Do not pass go? No, flip it. Flip the script. If you're seeing it in a negative Way, flip the coin to the other side. <laughs> get a I'm new, not, pr- get a new perspective. I'm not, I'm not laughing about you. La- you laughing at my body language? No, I'm not even laughing at your body language oh. because we saw what movie was we watching last night? It's an old Eddie Murphy movie, Boomerang. Boomerang. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna tell you. You have to watch it. Yeah, so you you gotta it flip thing, it. Yeah, it was yeah, the gotta, Thanksgiving dinner. You gotta, you gotta flip it. You gotta flip the script. You gotta flip the coin, y'all. Oh um, my goodness! Yeah, just boomerang Thanksgiving dinner. That, that was that was hilarious. Anyway, yes. so <laughs> you threw me off with that, but yeah, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, you gotta flip it. Um, sometimes we have to change the way we sing, see things. It reminds me of uh, the fact that we both wear glasses. And sometimes you look through my glasses and you're like, do you not realize your glasses are dirty? (laughs) And then I have to take out one of those cleaning cloths Mm -hmm. and clean my glasses so I can see things more clearly. Sometimes our lens is just fuzzy. Oh, we got a fuzzy lens. We got a fuzzy lens and we got to take out that... That cleaning cloth and 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 wash it and you know what the cleaning cloth is the word of God. I was going to ask you. I was like, people going to say, well, what's the cleaning cloth? The cleaning cloth is the word of God is going to help us to change our perspective. And washing by the word of the Lord and it'll change your perspective. Yes, change your perception. And yes. you just flip it. And you just flip it. The Bible says in <laughs> Philippians four and flip eight it. to think on things that are lovely, pure, honest, just. And of a good report, if there be any virtue or any praise, think on these things. So if we're not thinking on things that are pure, honest, just, and of a good report, then we got stinking thinking. We're not thinking in a positive way. I thought you was going to say, the Bible says, flip it. 
<laughs> I'm like, where is that? At? That that's that's in the Renee version. <laughs> Bible says flip it. You was like Philippians. I'm like, where are you talking You're like, about? You're like, what? You was okay. like, okay, you gonna have to show me that scripture. Okay. <laughs> All righty. So that just came straight from on high, straight from heaven, because that's not in our notes at all. So just flip it for those of you out there. My wife just said, flip it. Just flip it. I know you can't see her. I just, wish you could. Just just, just flip it. Just yeah. take your hand and just flip it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So we're going to get started. Um, we already did. We're going to get... We're going to get a couple of scriptures in, <laughs> and we're going to go through, go to John uh, 5, 1 through 3, and uh, 5 through 8 in the New Living, New Living Translation, NLT. And this is a story about the man who was at the pool of Bethesda, and every so often the angel came down, troubled the water. And whoever was the first person to get into the water got healed. Mm-hmm. And so the man had been there for 38 years. And when Jesus saw him, you know, he was there for a long time. He asked the man, um, would you like to get well? Which is an interesting question to ask someone. But I don't want to digress. But I think that's really interesting. And the man came back. You know, he said, I can't. Then he was like, I don't, he gave a whole bunch of excuses. I don't have everybody take me to the pool. Somebody always gets there before me and blah, blah, blah. Excuses, yeah. excuses, excuses. The man had excuses why he couldn't get healed. And and we're going to bring this back to the uh, um, confines of marriage, bring this back to how this uh, relates to marriage or relationships. And so the man, you know, just was giving God excuses, giving Jesus excuses, excuses, about why he couldn't, you know, get healed. And I don't even want to deal with the man. And this and this is, for those of you who've been in church for any length of time, you know, this is a very, very familiar Bible story. But I want to deal, or I want to look at it from the perspective of the people who are at the pool. Not the man, not the man, not necessarily man. The bystanders. Yeah, the, the bystanders, the mm-hmm. other people who mm-hmm. are at the pool. Because the Bible talks about, you know, at the appointed season, the angel of the Lord went down there and troubled the water. And I want us to look at this from the perspective of the other people. Because at some point in time in history, the angel stopped going to the pool to trouble the water. I don't know when. The Bible doesn't say. But because uh, there's no, <clears throat> excuse me, there's no pool of Bethesda right now that the angel is going to trouble the water, and this is 2022. So I just want us to use our imagination, like, okay, at the angel stopped going, let's just say January, what's today? 16th. The 16th. Let's just say the angel stopped on January 13th. The angel's not coming back after January 13th, but there are people still there. And so those people are stuck because they're thinking God's going to continually do something that he's always done, how, you know, how they've seen him do it previously. And so they're stuck in the situation because they're stuck in tradition. They're stuck in their thinking. They're stuck in their mentality because, God, I've seen you do it this way before. 
So I know you're going to do it this way. And you don't understand God is an ever-changing God. He's moving. He's progressing. And you're stuck on, I've seen you do it this way. Mm-hmm. And you're this, stuck looking at it, looking from one perspective. Yeah, you're stuck looking at the past. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so if you're going to um, get your healing for your marriage, get your healing for your relationship, then you have to be able to move when God says move, and you have to be able to do things how God says do things. And so we can't get uh, so wrapped up in how God used to do it. And especially for the last two years, I mean, the world has changed since March of 2020. And if you're still trying to, to do things how you've always done it, then or how you've seen God do it previously, then you're going to be frustrated because God's not doing it that way. Mm. Now, when it comes to your marriage, there are certain principles and certain things that you have to do. And we've talked about this, you know, throughout the podcast, um, the life of the podcast show that we've had or have that there are certain things you have to do. There are certain principles that as a husband, I have to do as a wife, you have to do. And, but you also have to be aware that in 2022, God may not bless you the same way he did in 2015 or 2016, 2018, or even 2020. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. And so I just want to encourage the people who have seen God bless other marriages and you seeing God. And for my single people, you seeing God bless people who, you know, got married and you're like, man, I want to get married or why, what about me? And, you know, then you start, you know, coming up with all these excuses why you're not married and this, that, and the other. That has nothing to do with anything. If has God changed how he's blessing and you're still stuck on 2019, you know, this is how we did in 2019. This is how we did in 2020. And this is 2022. So you got to be careful and mindful that you're moving when God says move and how God says move in your mm-hmm. marriage, because then you'll you'll get frustrated because you're stuck in a position and you'll lash out at your spouse and so on and so forth. But you just want to be mindful that when God is moving, that you move with God and you right. don't give him a whole bunch of excuses because that's what he asked the man. He said, would you like to be well? Would you like for your marriage to be well? Yes. And we've been saying this forever. Then you have to do what it takes to for your marriage to be well. There are no shortcuts. You you ask a key question because I, I hear in the spirit that some people might say no, and there may have been a time in our marriage where we've been asked that question. Do you want your marriage to be well? Oh, uh, yeah. Do you want to stay married mm-hmm. to Doug? Do you want to stay married to Renee? Do you want to stay married to whomever your spouse is? And you may be feeling like, no, I don't. I don't want my marriage to be well. I want out of this thing. I feel stuck. And that's by design. You have to still, again, going back to my original statement, you're going to have to flip that attitude Mm -hmm. because it's not about you. It's not really about what you want because there are times, there are things that we have to do we don't want to do. Doug mentions this in many podcasts where I always put green vegetables on the plate. He's so blessed tonight. I didn't do that. But um, I normally put green vegetables on the plate. He's not, smoothie. He's not a, he's not, a, I'm so proud of you, dear. <laughs> 
And he's not the biggest fan of green vegetables, but he knows that it's good for him. So he eats it. Mm-hmm. And so there are things that we have to eat. There are things that we have to do um, that is necessary, but we may not like it. And if you got married at that time, you liked the idea. You loved your mate. You were in love to death do you part. And now some things have happened along the way, and now you feel stuck. And you are stuck. You, are, you have to stick it out until death do you part. And in those moments where your feelings, your flesh is like, I don't want to be made whole. I don't want to do this anymore. You have to do it anyway, because you have to do it as unto the Lord. You're mm-hmm. not doing it unto your spouse. You're doing it to please God. Um, in our book, Shameless Plug, his story, her story, God's glory that we wrote that you can find on Amazon. Um, I talk about there was a time where God told me he gave me one word and it said, stay. I'm not going to tell you the whole chapter. You're going to have to get the book and read it. His story. Her story. God's God's glory. glory, um, Where he said to me, stay. And sometimes God will tell you to do a hard thing. Everything that you have to do is not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. Anything worth having, a long, thriving marriage, it's going to take some blood, sweat, tears, some frustration, some feeling stuck. Um, but I just felt that in my spirit when you was talking about that, that I needed to say that to somebody who might be feeling like, huh, you ask a good question and no, I don't want my marriage to be whole. No, I don't want to stay. But guess what, boo? You need to stay anyway. You know, and so when you were saying that, somebody might give an honest answer right now. But it may be an honest answer, but it may not be the truth. And so... Your answer right now, honestly, I don't want to be married. That might be what you're saying. But you have to be careful what you ask, mm-hmm. ask for because you may just get it. Just like you, were, you wanted to be married and God blessed you with the spouse you're with. Now you're saying, oh, I don't want, I don't want to be in this marriage. And, you know, you may go through, God, God forbid you go through the process of getting divorced. Um. You may just get what you asked for, and it may it's it's not pretty. Don't let the enemy give you a um, the wrong perception or the wrong perspective of a divorce. Oh, we just we'll just you know separate and go our separate ways, and I'll it, be happier. Yeah. That's what some people think. It yeah. is it is not that easy. I know we were in a seminar, and uh, Lady Bobette she did a. She did a a thing. Uh, what's what? I don't say presentation, demonstration, mm-hmm. and she ripped a piece of paper in half. Uh-huh. And then she was like, "I need you to put this paper back together." Right. The paper will never go back together the same way it was before you ripped it, and that's similar to a divorce. You know, so you're gonna go through. If you're saying, "Well, I'm done. It's a new year. I'm getting me a new boo." Oh, old old things are past, and you taking scriptures all out of context, and you just <laughs> I'm just <laughs> old things are past, and I'm getting something new. I'm getting me a new boo, and so on and so forth. As my wife always says, everywhere you go, there, there you, you are. are, and you're gonna have to deal with you, and just be don't let the enemy paint a picture in your head that divorce because you're looking at social media and you're looking at 
so-called celebrities it seemed like they get a divorce mm-hmm. and the next week they dating somebody and they you know you see the paparazzi pictures paparazzi pictures and all that other stuff it's it is not what god intended for us as it is, christians it is not don't believe the hype so either you're going to do it god's way or you're going to do it the world's way i was just thinking when we when you was talking about the um <clears throat> Oh, I lost my train of thought, but you were talking about, uh, you know, divorce and people talking about, you know, I'm just going to leave. And, you know, the, my saying, everywhere you go, there you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when we were teaching premarital class and one of the uh, sessions, um, the 14 week sessions, we had, we gave everybody a mirror. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And so this mirror is two sided. Most mirrors, you find you have um, you have your regular side and then you have the side for, you know, if you're going to shave or you need to see close up. And, and that side is magnified. And so going back to flip it, I would just suggest, you know, instead of you, you know, shining the mirror on your spouse, flip it to that to that magnified side. Mm. Look at yourself. Because sometimes we are thinking we stuck and the problem is our spouse, but the problem is us. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard people say the statement before, the enemy, enemy. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> and so sometimes the enemy, you're, first of all, your spouse is not your enemy. We yep. always say this, y'all are on the same team. But if you are, if the enemy is giving you the perspective that your spouse is your enemy, it could be the inner you. That's really the problem. And that's a time to do self-reflection. Again, going back to looking at the magnifying side of the mirror. Look at yourself. Michael Jackson said it very well. Mm-hmm. Take a hard look at the man in the mirror. I don't know if he said hard look, but take I'm saying man take a hard look. But take a look at the man in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And what do you see? What is it that you could do differently? What is it you could say differently? Um there might be times where you just need to not say anything. That's Stay, hard right there. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Just, just, just hush. Keep it quiet. Yeah, for those of us who uh, know everything and all, we're always right. Or want the last word. Or say, not, <laughs> not saying anything. Let the Lord fight your battles. That's a hard pill to swallow. Ooh, bite that tongue. Yeah. Telling you. And you were talking about earlier, early in the conversation you were talking about you know the lord told you to stay uh which is in our book his story her story god's God's glory glory, um, that you can purchase on amazon um the lord told you to stay and and i I forgot where it's at in the bible but it talks about obedience is better than sacrifice Mm -hmm. so just being obedient and staying through the through the trials and the tribulations the heartache all the stuff i put you through um, now, thirty, we can already celebrate thirty-five years of marriage coming up Ooh, in July. To God be the glory, you know. And we we are looking to do big things on our anniversary. I'm not going to tell you it right now, but we are looking. So anyway, I said all that to say, if we would have separated or went our separate ways way back when, after year four, after year five, you know, six, seven, when we were going through those turbulent you know, years. And even after that, <laughs> I don't want to make it seem like after four or five and six, we was, you know, smooth sailing because we weren't. 
then we there were some good ones in between. There were some good ones in between. And then, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, yeah, know? Yeah. Because we had two boys. So we were doing something. So <laughs> <laughs> Right, as your mama would say, yes. <laughs> so so I said all that to say, you know, sometimes for some of you out there, just being obedient and staying in the marriage and not quitting and not um, saying this is 22, I'm going to get me a new boo, mm-hmm. and, you know, in this new year. In 22, you better make it a new you. There you go. My wife's always quick with the, with the what's the word I'm looking for? With the rhyme. <laughs> yeah, she she can just off the top of her head. I'm a poet, didn't you know it? Yeah. So <laughs> you just <laughs> you just glossed over there. Yeah, yeah, moving right along. <laughs> Gotta love them. So, but with all, I said all that to say, when you accepted Christ as your Savior, you gave up the chance and the opportunity to do with your life as you please. So it's not about you, as as you said five yes. minutes ago. It's about Christ getting the glory out of your marriage and you being an example for your children, for your nieces, your nephews, your cousins, your siblings, of other people that your you may neighbors. not even know. Yep. And so you, yeah, so that's what it's all about, as you said. So it's not about you. And sometimes we, we get so rigid and so structured, especially when in marriage, but you have to be flexible like water. I was just um, thinking when you said that that's how people get stuck. By being flexible? So being so rigid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get stuck in a rut because you so... Because we can only so do it this way. So structure, exactly. Yeah, Got to do it this way, that way. And for those of us who are planners and on a routine like I am, I'm, I'm usually on a routine. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure you don't uh, stick to the routine so often and so regimented because I'm you know, military, ex-military that you just become stuck. And like I was saying, water takes on the shape and color of whatever container you put it in. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we need to be like, water. The scripture that you were referring to is in 1 Samuel 15 and 22. And Samuel said, Half the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. So it's important first to hearken to the voice of the Lord. Yes. And sometimes the voice of the Lord may tell you to do something out of your norm, mm-hmm. different from the way you would normally do it. Yeah. And you have to, you're going to have to put your faith, you're going to have to exercise your faith. Uh, we can all say we have faith, but you're going to have to put some deeds behind your faith. In James uh, 2 and 14 through 18, in the NIV version, it talks about uh, what good is it, it says it this way, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith. I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. So I say all that to say, you saying you want a great marriage. You saying 2022, you're going to put those old things behind you. You're going to put old people behind you. You're going to put those old relationships behind you that weren't 
um, beneficial to you and your spouse, that's nice in saying it. But the deeds are, mm-hmm. you're going to have to do it. You may have to, and I, I can only give you my example, you may have to change your cell phone number on the fly. Don't tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody except for Renee. I changed my cell phone number. This, this was years, was years ago. ago. This was mm-hmm. years ago. <laughs> right? I didn't tell anybody. Hey, when I don't need to have a meeting with anybody and I don't need to, hey, I'm giving a change. No, I'm changing my phone number. So there are going to have to be some deeds that go along with, I want to have a successful marriage. In modern day vernacular, you know what comes to mind? What? Action speaks louder than words. Uh-oh. So. Uh-oh. It's like we tell our children, do as I say, not as I do. That doesn't work. Yeah. You you have to show I mean. people. Yeah. That's what, true. what you say, because wow. mm. kids will, kids and people will look yep. at you and say, oh, okay, well, you said one thing, but you're doing another thing. That, that, that doesn't so line true. up. That is so true. Children will do as you, they see you do. And not, even your spouse, they're like, okay, you said this, but I see you doing that. So right. you're not really, you, you just wasted my time, for lack of a better phrase. And I don't want to say wasting your time. That's, that's kind of harsh. You are trying to pull the wool over my eyes by mm-hmm. saying one thing, but doing something else. And I see you. And that, so, yeah. Right. You don't and, and, be your spouse, and your spouse is the closest person to you. So trust and believe, even if your spouse is not saying anything, they your spouse it. is observing what you do. Yeah. And are you a man of your word? Are you a woman of your word? And again, flip that mirror to look at yourself and see if you the reason you feel stuck and then flip it so you'll be unstuck. It's all in your perspective. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.